Okay, so welcome everybody. There's still a lot of people logging in. We're going to have a large group today, which is very exciting. We're gathering here in a circle of light around the country and people joining in from various parts of the world as well um, on the exact time. In fact, right now, we just a minute according to some calculations, it's 2.43 my time, some it's 2.44 my time at the exact time that the sun is in its uh, zenith of its solstice. Uh, so we're here at the summer solstice of 2020, which is um, well into halfway now uh, into this year, especially the solar year, which um, many of the ancient peoples date the solar year as starting on the winter solstice. So we definitely have come to the halfway point for that solar year since the winter solstice. And um, my name is Reverend Anna Jones. For those of you who are new to my work, I always give a little intro to myself and also a um, an overview of what we're doing this, uh, this, this evening, this afternoon and evening, um, with the angelic transmission and how I got started in doing this, etc. And then also in this intro, it's a good opportunity for more people to still stay, uh, to log in, log out if need be. Um, I usually in the past have locked out these calls once I'm finished with the intro just to hold and create the sacred space. But for the sake of being able to be as inclusive as possible and include as many people as possible, I'm going to um, keep the, uh, the lines open for people to come and go if, if they need. Um, if you need to log back on and log back off. However, this is not just a normal meditation experience that I facilitate on these equinoxes and solstices. <clears throat> it is a meditation, um, and it's an invocation of the Archangel Michael. Uh, it's a meditation, but it's also a, um, an energy transmission and a light activation that's delivered through a uh, transmitted message, channeled uh, message, as well as channeled energy that he's sending to the earth and he's sending to all of us at this time. So in order to really get the best and most benefit out of this transmission today, it's good for you to not just be a listener, but to be a full-on participant. And of course, we're listening here during the intro part, but being a full-on participant, once I start to go into um, the guided process that the angels have given me, um, I've been doing these transmissions um, for private clients. Uh, since um, the early 1990s. Uh, in fact, I went into opening my first healing center, um, doing my first work with uh, readings, doing uh, sessions professionally for other people in 1990, uh, became an interfaith minister in 1993, and um, began doing an even greater expansion of the work with my healing ministry, my angelic ministry, and the aspect of my ministry that I call the Sacred Heart aspect of my ministry, which is the, the work that I do as an interfaith minister and helping people be able to just, um, whether it's through retreats or workshops or online studies or teleconferences like this, just any, anything that helps people get um, deeper into their personal relationship with the divine. So that's the third part of my ministry. So there's those three primary parts of my ministry that I've been deepening and deepening and expanding uh, in. And there's more about um, my bio type of information up on my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com. 
So that's where you register. If you didn't get a chance yet to look around, there's free podcasts up there. There's free articles. There's even a, a few examples of some uh, channel transcripts from uh, angels that are also up there in the free articles uh, section. And um, there's biographical information on me professionally. But I don't have a lot of my background on there as to uh, really how all this uh, began for me. I think of myself um, in addition to doing this work as a ministry that I offer into the world. And like I said, one third of that ministry is um, the angelic ministry of helping the um, angels do their work um, is what I define that as, is basically being called to, as a spiritual calling, to um, facilitate uh, for the the mission um, and purpose of the angels and help them in whatever way that I can uh, to, uh, you know, assist, facilitate uh, their their mission here on earth um, and one of the ways that I do that is through the Archangel Michael and Legion of Light Facebook page which many of you may have uh, heard of me through or connected with me through that's where a very large uh, outreach of over a half a million people uh, follow um, that part of my ministry on a regular basis so welcome if you're from there and um, if you haven't visited that site uh, it's dedicated specifically to the angelic Prime ministry and it was uh, something I created specifically at the request of Archangel Michael um, when he asked me on July 22nd of 2010 uh, to create um, that page for um, for the angelic work that is that is happening on the planet and to help everybody become more aware uh, of the angels and their interactions in our in our lives and that they're always there they're always present so um, but I consider myself to be a, a modern mystic uh, the, the 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 attributes of um, being a mystic in this modern day world um, are definitely uh, unique uh, because of our modern day times but the attributes of the archetype of the mystic are parts of just who who I am and who I've always been uh, for as long as I can remember. I have always um, seen, heard, felt, uh, uh, had senses and knowings and intuitions that um, were beyond what the physical senses uh, could explain and what the um, the mind can always uh, fully comprehend through especially the analytical function of the mind. So for as long as I can remember uh, into my childhood, I've had um, many mystical experiences, including my original awakening experience at three years old, which was one of my first uh considered myself to have several spiritual awakenings that have helped awaken me at different stages in my life. The first one at three years old um, that I'm not going to have time to get into telling the story of. But um, the uh, ongoing connection that I felt to the spiritual world is, was also benefited and assisted um, through the help of my great-grandmother who raised me, uh, who instilled in me a, a very deep spirituality a very deep mystical uh, connection to spirituality and um, always encouraged me to believe um, in myself and to believe in um, at least at least to believe in the, the the gifts that were being given to me by God and to see them uh, truly as gifts that they are um, and taught me from a very young age that yes we can talk to God and God can talk to us yes we can talk to the angels and the angels 
individuals can talk to us. And um, then uh, also was very, my great grandmother was very instrumental in getting me involved uh, initially also through um, a great deal of healing that I needed to do on myself and healing that I was in need of, of, of all those things getting me involved at the age of 14 in a um, very deep and rich, uh, profound, uh, charismatic Catholic youth group that uh, was having the full-on experience uh, with the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, um, the gifts of laying out of hands, healing, prophesying, um, you know, spiritual sight, spiritual vision, uh, opening, awakening, things along that line. Uh, and that period of my time of my life was when another major spiritual awakening uh, took place major profound healing and opening uh, took place and it was when um, I began to uh, be uh, receiving messages from the angels and, and the angels then were not just communicating with me personally as they were younger in my childhood um, but they were communicating with me asking me to deliver messages for other people and at first when I started doing this work, it was very short. It was just a phrase or a sentence or two. Um, this is, uh, you know, how how it can still sometimes be. It can still sometimes be just a clear audience. I hear I, just a clear inner hearing. We're using my inner hearing um, to uh, receive a clear audience. Uh, you know, just very short word, sentence, phrase, uh, etc. For people, and I still do that uh, clairvoyant, clear audience work with the angels in my angelic healing Reiki sessions, which is a common combination of the angelic healing and angelic communication with um, the, the combination of the work and healing work that I do with energy healing and with Reiki energy healing. So it's like a combo session I offer. But I um, then over the uh, over the years of doing that uh, group um, was uh, being guided and, and, and put into situations where I then had to evolve it. Um, and I was being guided to evolve it basically to the point in which it is evolved to today. Uh, so really since the um, middle of the 1980s, I have been uh, listening to the angels giving me guidance, listening to uh, their instructions, following their instructions to uh, evolve uh, the gifts and the abilities that I have to be a courier uh, for their messages, to be an instrument and a facilitator for the healing and for the light uh, transmissions that can come through that heal us in so many ways and that transform us in so many ways and um, in following that guidance and following their instructions and following my intuition um, being able to receive a process a process that they gave me many years ago that would um, open it up so much more and deepen it so much more um, because they were saying that the uh, communications could be so much more direct um, that I could uh, open myself to just be the instrument uh, through which my voice uh, was being uh, the instrument uh, for the for the for the light and for the sounds uh, of their messages to be delivered through and so that practice we're actually going to be doing together. Um, it is something that they said that if I always do it, it would always work. Uh, as I went to further in clarifying the practice over the years and getting it clearer and clearer and more and more solid uh, and being more and more consistent with it, it just continues to amaze me how much um, it, it, it opens me to, uh, to, to that, uh, that, that, that instrumentation, be that instrument that they, that they want me to be. And so the practice is going to be um, praising, asking, 
asking, thanking, um, praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. But there's a fifth step of, like, think of it as a circle. Don't think of it as a straight line. So there's, there's four things in the process, but um, we return back at the end. At the end of the whole uh, receiving of the message, we return back to praising it again. Think of it like a, almost like a clock uh, with praising up at 12 o'clock, and then we're going over to asking, and we're going down to maybe like a, a, you know 6 o'clock on the clock would be the, the – think of it as a, a circle, right? So we're going around the circle, and we're going to – from the asking to the thanking, and then we're going into the receiving – and then back up to um, to praising again. So it's uh, it, it's it's a circular process of um, four things done in five steps, basically. And the fifth step is done at the very very end, whereas uh, the, the 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 others are done in the very beginning. And it's in the receiving part of this process that we will be receiving the the transmission um, from Archangel Michael. And we're all going to be receiving it, which is another reason why I said that. It's it's best for you to just be fully participating as a participant and not just, you know, uh, listening casually because uh, you'll receive it even if you're listening casually, but you'll receive it on a so much deeper level and you can have so much more of a direct personal experience because it's not just being transmitted to me or through me. I am so aware of that. I am so aware that it is a transmission of energy that he is doing with the planet right now and that um, he's sending to the entire planet, to all beings, to all uh, to all channels uh, who who, who uh, channel him, and to all, and to all of us who have the ability to be the instruments to receive that energy as well, and to allow us allow ourselves to be receiving it, to be uh, healed, to be transformed, to be awakened, uh, to be activated, whatever it is that that is meant to be for us, for our highest good, and we put that. Into the prayer, actually, where we're asking to receive that, which is for not just our own personal highest good, but in the prayer, one of the parts of the process that's actually very important is to ask to receive that, which is for the highest good of all. Um, and so that is, um, and, and and the light activating. There's light. Uh, it's very obvious to me that this energy that he's transmitting that through through me, you're just going to be hear it come out as words through my voice, right? You're just going to hear it come out as a message as words through the voice but it's a whole light transmission and that light that he's transmitting it may be coming out words through my voice but it's going it's going into everything and everyone and activating the light so that's another reason why i call these light activations um, because he's he's activating uh the light energies uh already w- within us and the light energies uh that are coming through the light light codes that are coming through um at this time and he's particularly has asked me why so why have i been doing these i've been doing these because um in the deep meditation experiences that i have with these higher beings with Archangel Michael I've been consciously uh, being an instrument of trance channel for Archangel Michael since um, the early 1990s consciously knowing that that he was wanting to use me as one of the as one of the instruments to speak through uh, his messages and um, asking me to do things that even at the time I was not even comfortable with and he's often asking me to do things that require me to step outside of my comfort zone and uh, to just uh, 
allow and to just surrender. Um, in fact, uh, every time, even when I when he, when he asked me to create the Archangel Michael and Legion of Light Facebook page, uh, there was some hesitancy and resistance on my part. And of course, there were many things that could have stood as obstacles. I was in the process of moving the day that he asked me to do that. So there's many things that could have stood as obstacles. But I've just allowed myself to um, to listen and to follow to the best of my ability. Not always everything that he wants me to do, but to the best of my ability to answer that call and to uh, to say yes. So it's been a, been a long time now that. Um that the angels have been uh, speaking to me uh, about uh, doing this type of work and that Archangel Michael has been coming through. And so very specifically around um, this, uh, this is an important point for understanding um, this transmission, perhaps even some things that he might even talk about uh, perhaps throughout it and even some things that I might ask about here. Uh, in in the, the 1990s, uh, he started asking me to um, do these larger group sessions and then Finally, in the uh, the year like 2009, I think it was 2009, 2010. That time period is when I decided finally to to do them, and it seemed like all the facility and the you know the technology and everything like that um, was there. So um, I started doing them at the times when she was asking me on the equinoxes and the solstices. And I've been doing almost, but not all, um, every equinox and solstice since then. There have been a few that have been missed, a few skipped here and there, but um, it has been a, a series of solstice and equinox messages that have been coming through over the last 10 years. And um, the reason why it became increasingly important back in 2010 uh, to begin these and to, uh, to to start them is because of uh, the, the the shift that he's been talking about, the great shift of the ages um, that he's been talking about, and, and and all of my angels and guides have been guiding me to be aware of since the 1987, since the time of the harmonic convergence in 1987, um, and I that was even when I facilitated my first uh, group uh, ceremony. Um, my first group of you know, you know, bringing people together and doing meditation and, and, and group ceremony. So it's really been for a very long time now that I've been receiving guidance, insight, intuition, messages, angelic promptings, angelic requests, etc., to um, aid and facilitate uh, in a, a, a great and powerful transformation that is happening for humanity and for the earth. And um, there have been many titles that the angels have used over that. There's some titles that Archangel Michael uses regularly. Just in case you hear them, I'll remind you as to what those titles are in case he speaks of them today because I always ask him for an update on that. Like, where are we in that um, planetary awakening? Where are we in that, um, you know, planetary ascension is another term that you would maybe use for it. Uh, planetary awakening, planetary transformation, uh, great shift of the ages is a term that he's used for it. Uh, the quickening is a term that he has used for it uh, since the late 90s, uh, definitely 
throughout all of these uh, transmissions that I've been doing um, since in, since the 2000s and definitely since these uh, spring equinox and group um, solstice messages have been happening. So those are all terms. If you hear them, uh, you know what he may be referencing, and I always ask him for an update as to uh, where we are on that. Um, it, he often calls it the quickening because it's actually, you know, an acceleration of... Um, uh, of, of, of healing, acceleration of transformation, and acceleration of um, of energies that are raising our raising our frequencies and raising our consciousness at a very rapid uh, pace, con- considered to um, previous uh, eras uh, in, in human history and um, previous generations, um, and that we're all here as co-creators in that. So these are things that he's been talking about for years, and I'm always looking for updates on. So this process that we're going to be using today to get the transmission um, part of it is the asking um, so it's the praising asking thanking receiving and then we'll return back to praise again so in the asking I always like to put the questions up front first and then call in Archangel Michael and ask him to answer and respond to the questions that have been said, to the questions that have been stated. And when they gave me this process, they taught me to never approach without questions because questions, um, as as he literally has said in some of the channel messages, questions open doors. Uh, They are like the keys sometimes to uh, let them know what it is that we want, it is that we need what it is our will to know and there's just so many people that attend these um, large group calls uh, I believe there was uh, 350 registered for tonight um, that it's too hard to have questions be submitted or to open it up to have any of you ask the questions so I, what I did is I met with my husband and myself my husband Philip Jones and I met and um, we came up with uh, just a, a, a few important questions that uh, we we would like to ask Archangel Michael tonight and we just put these we just float these questions out there it's like we just put them out and we release them we have no expectations then as to whether they will or will not answer them it's possible that he'll answer the questions and more um, it's also possible that he has a, something else entirely that he wants to speak about because uh, when he asked me to do and how do I know he's going to come through because he's asked me to do this right so uh, he, and this time he feels extremely eager there's like this sometimes there's eagerness to like you know to, to speak and get the messages out um, uh, and, and, and I've been feeling that uh, in fact, um, what he said about this particular solstice is he wants this to be the first of a series of messages to happen monthly. Um, so I'm going to be actually for the first time, um, it's not on my website yet, but now that you're all on the email newsletter list, you'll be emailed the information for this. For the first time, I'm actually going to do m- monthly free global transmissions from Archangel Michael um, uh, for between now, the summer solstice, and the winter solstice. Um, so he wants the winter solstice, um, I don't know if he'll continue it then, but at least for right now, he, he, he's asked me to commit uh, to doing it from between the summer solstice to the winter solstice um, and for it to be on the 20th of every month. Now, I think that there's a numerological significance as to why he wants it to be on the 20th of every month because we have 6-20-2020 today and next month will be 7-20-2020, 8-20-2020. So there's something numerologically that's significant, but 
when he initially um, gave me the, the 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 specific date that he wanted to do the transmissions on, it was because um, of the sun actually moving into a new sign of the zodiac. So on the 20th of every month, um, that is right around the time period. It's usually the day of or the day before. You know, it, it's usually within that three-day window of when the sun moves into a new sign of the zodiac. When it moves into a new position um, in our in our sky so um, that and the energies are different um, they, we, we go through a different um, energy shift a new energy shift every time the Sun enters into into a new sign of the zodiac so that was the original reason behind the six uh, the time behind the, the 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 next transmissions this series so this is going to begin he, he, he says he has a series of messages that he wants to deliver I can tell you that in times when I've led series of messages that he's told me that he has a series he wants to deliver there's usually been books that come out of it like my my first book and my second book which is soon to be published um, uh, the first book is called the teachings of Archangel Michael it's been out for quite some time now it's on um, Amazon and uh, it is a series of um, there's eight messages that were channeled in sequence um, and the next book is called keeping your heart open and it is a series of 12 and then I'm going to throw in some other messages um, that uh, were uh, channeled in sequence um, and uh, those are the, because the series is usually some kind of theme I have no idea what the theme is and usually until he reveals it um, and that isn't even always obvious so uh, this is tonight um, the first transmission the first global free teleconference transmission uh, from Archangel Michael uh, in this series that he wants to deliver and again I will send you all invitations to attend the free one each month but if you just mark your calendars it's going to be on the 20th of every month um, that there will be the um, the free transmission I'll channel I'll notify everybody of the writing um, if there's any change in that if there's any tweaking to those dates um, necessary but right now I'm putting that in my schedule the way that he's um, requested that uh, to happen and um, then what he's also requested is so that that's a free global transmission, 20th of every month, all the way up to the winter solstice. Uh, the winter solstice will be the last one. And um, then he's requested that uh, I additionally uh, do a Archangel Michael study group, that I resume the Archangel Michael study groups and work with those who want to go deeper. Um, and there will be a fee for the study group um, because it's a, a lot more work, a lot more time intensive uh, for me personally, a lot more that I have to uh, facilitate and put forth into it um, on all levels and uh, the the, um, the study group will be on the last Tuesday of every month so the transmission will be on the 20th sometimes that'll come pretty close actually sometimes they're pretty close together the chances so this month uh, I will be sending out um, within the next few days uh, not only the replay for this but I'll send out also the links where uh, people can who are interested to participate in the study group uh, you can do so there'll be a month-to-month um, inexpensive like $20, $22 fee or something like that for it um, or and there'll be like an even cheaper like price for the whole for the whole group for the whole uh, series of months and what um, he's asked me to do in these study groups is to um, provide a written transcription so um, everybody who participates in the study group will actually get a word-for-word -word, um, written transcription of these messages that are going to be uh, in this 
you know, new series of, of, of free transmissions, um, you'll get a written transcription and um, a uh, t- teachings that I want to give on the Archangel Michael. There will be a meditation of some kind. Um, in fact, uh, some of the things that he teaches about will be included. The things that he'll be talking about, the things that he'll be teaching about, he's asked me to in- include and come up with meditations uh, to, to facilitate um, going deeper with some of the realization of some of the things that he talks about. Um, and then just uh, teachings that I give in a word-for-word reading through those transcripts in the study group. What we do is we go through it word-for-word, and then I pause along the way to give my insights and my reflections because I'm a conscious trance channel, and they've asked me um, to be a conscious trance channel. I can do sleep trance channeling like uh, Edgar Cayce. Um, that is something that I have done, and it is something that I'm capable of doing. But um, I, they've asked me to be a conscious trance channel. And so what that means is that I am awake. I'm hearing what's being said. It is um, like absorbing into my mind, absorbing into my consciousness, um, although I'm not always able to remember everything that's said, especially right away things can come and things can trigger and it can come come back in but because I'm in a deep trance state at the place right before sleep um, is where I go I'm able to go into a deep conscious uh, a trance state and hold that consciousness uh, right there at that state before sleep um, then that energy comes in and then I allow it to just be fully transmitted uh, through my voice, getting myself out of the process as much as possible, getting myself out of the way as much as possible. Um, so every uh, channel and every every person is a filter and, and, and every person who hears and receives is a, is a filter. And so it's very important to get the mind out of the process, to get the ego out of the process uh, clearly as much as possible so the trans state allows me to uh, facilitate and allows me to do. So because I am a conscious trans channel, there's been just so many things because I've done thousands of these messages, not just these group ones, but um, I, I started doing long before the group ones, private one-on-one. Um, like They're just called Angel and Spirit Guide Readings. If you're looking uh, on my website, um, their Angel and Spirit Guide Readings is the name of it. It's private one-on-one uh, Angel Spirit Guide Channeling in which you get to ask your questions questions to your angels and that's how my ability initially started long before these group sessions I was just and I still do lots and lots of this type of work where I use my gift and my ability to not just work with Archangel Michael but my ability is to connect with the angels that work with you Um, and so uh, it is largely the angels and the archangels that come through but these days because they've chosen that but it also can be spirit guides it can be um, a, a lot of different types of uh, higher beings, ascended masters included, if they're aligned with you, that come through. So that's the way um, you know I've been receiving thousands and thousands and being, being being the instrument for thousands of these messages to come through for other people. And so I have a lot that I have just absorbed from them uh, over the years. So much that these uh, incredible beings of light and love have taught us uh, and taught me um, that I'm that I'm happy and eager to share in that. Sense. 
study group format. So all of you will be notified of that. And it's exciting. It makes this unique. Um, yeah, this is the first time. This has never never been anything I've ever been guided to do or offer or connecting them in any way. I've done the study group separately. I've done these separately. Um, it's the first time I've been uh, guided to, to do it differently. And I think it's also because of the unique nature of these times that we're in, right? We're in very, very extraordinary um, times. Our world is, so let's, I'm just going to get now to the, some of the questions that I have that I want to put out there to Archangel Michael from today. Our world um, is, 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 things have improved since the last time we, um, some of us who have been gathered here for the spring equinox, if you participated in that, there's been definitely um, improvements with the global pandemic, uh, but there's also been things that uh, continue and, and continued um, new things, that, uh, new developments, and uh, there's definitely a continued uh, crisis uh, energy um, that people are feeling and that uh, they feel and sense and see happening in the world. And um, so we're still in a period of crisis, which um, I always uh, believe in that old saying that, uh, you know, they're like uh, two crisis and opportunity are two sides of the same coin or they're like yin and yang of each other. Um, and that crisis brings opportunity. In fact, in the spring equinox message, um, Archangel Michael talked about in fact, I want to reference a few things from his spring equinox message. Um, it was quite profound. Um, I, we were, uh, I was asking him for the first time there about um, the, the crisis from the pandemic and uh, anything that he wanted us to hear. And so now I'm going to continue to ask him if there's anything that he wants to share with us or speak to us about um, in regards to um, this time of opportunity. Uh, which is often felt and uh, experienced and seen also as a time of crisis uh, that's facilitating that. So he described that the highest good would come about um, as a result of everything we're going through. We just didn't see that right away. He also described in the spring equinox that, and he's been describing this for a while now, actually probably um, for the last four years or more, um, saying that when it comes to this bigger shift of the ages that we're in, um, that we are in a uh, pretty long and deep and intense period of shadow and karma, shadow clearing and karmic return, like a cycle of of, of shadow, uh, healing our own shadow, clearing the shadows, um, and also um, uh, the, the collective ones, as well as personal karmic return cycles and karmic clearing, as well as collective, like the collective level of karmic return and karmic clearing. So he's been saying that we've been in this uh, for a number of years, and then in the spring equinox he referenced it again um, and reminded us, of course, that uh, he uses the word shadow uh, because um, there is no dark force stronger than the light, and there's only, there's only the light and that which tries to obstruct or obscure the light. So those are actually his definitions and his um, reason why. So if, again, I'm asking him about can he, can he update us more because especially at this time of this particular sol summer solstice is really unique and that um, it's rare. It's rare for there to be a um, 
solar eclipse taking place within hours of the exact time of the solstice um, and uh, within the um, within six hours uh, from now actually the exact time here Pacific time I'm in California um, is for the solar eclipse it's not going to be visible here in the US because it's visible in other parts of the world but the alignment energetically we all feel this if you haven't watched my YouTube video on the subject of the eclipses please please do because it go much more in depth about this than, than I'm going to be able to do it tonight but um, here at 8.45 p.m. Pacific time so it's 3.15 um, p.m. Pacific time right now according to my clock so at 8.45 p.m. Pacific time is going to be the solar eclipse it's an annular solar eclipse what that means is that the corona of the sun is visible and um, the word coronavirus and the corona of the sun they have that word corona in common and corona literally means crown and it also literally refers to the stellar light um, so that um, is something that when I saw that I was like oh this is going to be a coronal virus this is a, I'm sorry a coronal virus this is going to be a coronal eclipse I thought of a connection and um, I was wondering if there's anything further and that he can tell us about that connection if he wants to speak of it at all um, and how we can use this energy to heal ourselves protect ourselves heal our world protect our world um, he also um, mentioned I wrote this down uh, just a few minutes ago that um, that everything is energy and everything is energy that can be transmuted but the timing is being um, affected by the collective consciousness and how we are moving in our being and how we are using the feminine energy he said that is affecting the timing especially with the transmuting um, and healing of the the, the coronavirus so uh, the, the 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 free will choices that we're making um, the timing is uh, being affected by that and by the collective consciousness and how we are um, moving uh, and how we are using our energies um, but especially um, the use of the feminine energy it was there's some very very profound things in that spring equinox message uh, so profound that I was thinking okay this is still even though we we're, we're at the summer solstice now it's still very timely um, I'm I feel I'm called maybe to release it um, at some point here soon uh, perhaps as a I, I'm, I'm behind on all kinds of messages that I want to release as celestial voice podcast but uh, anyway uh, I'll just try to summarize a few more things because I want some updates on this so so this is part of my questions that I'm putting out it's like where are we in the, in that process and how can we use this energy right now that doesn't seem like it's an accident right that this 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 coronal eclipse is happening during the time that we're dealing with this global pandemic from the coronal virus right so um and and is there any way is there any practices is there any um, any healing is there any meditation is there any prayer work is there anything physically mentally emotionally or spiritually that he recommend we be doing right now to work with these energies to heal ourselves protect ourselves heal our world protect our world protect each other etc um, there was a lot of beautiful things that he did talk about in the spring equinox message about um, being and um, being being 
being love, being love in action, being compassion in action, um, being um, in being beingness in full, being grace in action, being being grace in action. Um, and if he wants to talk anything more about how, right? Like, okay, so he's really revealed some of this beautiful um, teachings. But if he wants to just go deeper into how, that would be great. Also, all throughout. Um, the fall last year, he spoke through a series of messages, and there was definitely a theme of messages um, that, that hasn't been released as a book, but I'm thinking about releasing it as an ebook uh, from the spring, from the August of uh, through the fall equinox, all the way through the summer solstice, I mean, winter solstice last year. There was a theme of messages that he was speaking about in regards to 2020, and uh, 2020 being this time of a major reset. Um, didn't know, have any idea what it was going to be being brought on by, and he. He says in the spring equinox that he didn't uh, know that it was going to be this particular, uh, these particular catalysts for the change. He just knew that the change were coming, that our free will is playing a role in what the catalysts for these changes are, but, um, but that the, 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 the change and transformation was going to be big this year no matter what, and that it was going to be like a reset, a reset, um, a reaching a new set point, he would call it. So I also would like to ask him if there's any new information, updates, that he wants to give regarding that whole series of messages uh, from 2020, um, you know, about 2020, that uh, he wants to give us, especially in regards to the reset, the new set point, and spiritual vision, which has been a theme of his also for several messages in a row now, um, including the spring equinox, including the fall um, equinox last year, including the winter solstice last year, I'd have to go back and, and, and research to see how long is he been talking about this. But he brings it up so much. Um, the, the Using our spiritual sight, like we have to use our spiritual sight, we have to use our spiritual vision. So again, I, I'm putting a lot of questions out here and I'm giving you a lot of background because um, I'm, I'm just wanting uh, you to know um, what, what the uh, reference points are for these questions and why I'm asking Asking them, um, and I'm also seeking for it to go deeper, right? Um, even if you haven't heard any of those previous messages, uh, I know he'll answer it in a way that'll be beneficial for us all. Um, and um, uh, particularly, it feels to me that you know, being able to not just see with our eyes, and not even maybe with our our spiritual third eye, but also being able to see with the heart. Uh, that came to me like this morning. It was one of the things I put on my Reverend Anna Jones Facebook page. Um, and uh, it just fully, fully resonated when I saw it. Uh, and he has brought through so many teachings. There's going to be my new book on the subject of the heart and keeping the heart open. Um, I just would like to see, okay, this spiritual sight, this spiritual vision he's been talking about, is it the sight of the heart? Is it the ability to see with our heart? And if so, can he share more with us about how, right? Can he share more with us about how? Um, we want information not just about what to expect for the rest of 2020 and 2021, but really how to, um, to, to move through this with grace, how to, you know, uh, how to transcend it, how to transmute it, uh, how to, uh, to, to, to learn what we need to learn, um, how to complete the karma, uh, how to clear the shadow, um, any 
of those instructions as to how. Those are just have like big like, you know, not just what and not just why, but if there's, um, and again, it might just be this message. It may be through the series of messages that he's going to be talking about all of these things, the how, um, but the how is very big, uh, big question mark here for me. Um, and then finally, the last thing I'll put out there as far as my questions, I know it sounds like a lot, but again, like he could answer them all. I've heard him answer way more than this. Um, uh, and definitely in private sessions, people sometimes come forward with way more uh, questions than these. But um, uh, you know, he could also hone in on one or few too, like I said, and he could just cut, go his own direction. But it just seems to me like it's really important right now um, that we are learning uh, how to honor one another, respect one another, and honor what he has referenced as um, our oneness and our difference, and um, that we are one, but we are not the same. Um, and uh, he has spoken on this subject many times. He usually uses the, the terminology that we're individual and yet indivisible um, from each other. And it just seems so important with everything that is going on um, in our world right now regarding social justice and everything that is going on um, regarding you know, uh, karma clearing, shadow clearing, uh, that, that all this stuff is being brought up. What's being brought up is not by accident. It's being brought up to be healed. It's being brought up to be cleared. Not for us to just like say, well, it, 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 it is all healed or it is all clear. You know, it, it's actually brought, being brought up so that we can uh, complete some of this karma, heal some of this karma, and then really go into this understanding of how we are individual yet indivisible, how we are one but not the same, that are, we, there, that there, we're, there, there's unity and there's difference, that simultaneous oneness and difference. Um, so I'm always eager to hear him speak more on that subject, especially right now in this time of crisis. Is there more that we're meant to be, again, doing? Is there more we're meant to be learning? Um, it, you know, is there healing work specifically that he recommends, uh, etc.? So those are the, the last parts of my, of my question. Okay. So we're putting that out there, we're releasing it, we're letting it go, and I'm just going to put all that notes and stuff I have on all of that aside, and now we're going to get ready for the transmission. So now we're going to go into those steps, steps that I was talking about, praising, we put out the questions for the asking, so we'll ask him to come through and answer those questions, right? So we've already put out the questions, and we'll just go straight through this praising, asking, thanking, receiving process. So um, the praise chant that we're going to use tonight um, is one that I use on a regular, regular basis. Um, and we'll do a shortened version of it at the end to complete with praise. Once again, at the end, we'll just do Adonai Elohim by itself. But the full chant is um, chanting the name of Michael, only I'm going to be uh, chanting it in a different pronunciation so that the pronunciation is a pronunciation that he's given me and that um, is from other cultures and um, it helps you to really hear the L sound and it really emphasizes the L part of um, Michael's name. Um, all of the major archangels in the Hebrew um, names for them, and I'm working with all these Hebrew names for this praise chant, um, these uh, Hebrew names have the last word, name of L, the last, the last two letters E-L at the end. Um, this is an ancient, ancient Hebrew name for God. 
So when we are saying Mikael, 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 we are um, not just invoking Archangel Michael, but we are invoking um, the presence and likeness of God. So we're invoking the presence of God through El, and we're also invoking the um, the one who is like unto God. So Michael's name, Mikael's name, also many are the pronunciations uh, from different cultures around the world. Uh, that name means and translates to uh, he who is like or he who is like unto God. Uh, so we're invoking Archangel Michael, we're invoking the divine presence of the divine, and then we're also going to use other um, ancient Hebrew names for the divine, for God, um, and that those names are uh, so we'll first we'll do Mikael, 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 um, and then we'll do Adonai, Elohim. Elohim is another Hebrew name, so Adonai, Elohim. In fact, the angels um, they say that the, they are included in the Elohim because the Elohim is a uh, name for God that is plural. It includes all of God and God's creations and God's energy expansion. So um, the Elohim, the angels say that they are part of the Elohim. So Adonai Elohim, uh, Adonai Eloheinu, uh, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So that's the praise chant. So Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And so everybody is muted. Um, you're welcome to uh, do it out loud with me if you'd like, um, or you're welcome to just do it silently. But again, if you want to get the most out of these transmissions, um, it, it is best to um, not just listen but to actually participate either silently or out loud uh, throughout the whole process that I'm getting ready to guide us through because once we're done with the praise I want to take us straight into the um, the asking and the invocation and the, and the other way and the way we're going to ask and then I'm going to take us straight from there into the thanking and the sending out of our gratitude prayers and then I'm going to take us straight from there into the receiving of the transmission so um, and then during the receiving of the transmission the best thing to do is to just remain in silence. Uh, go back to the replay once you get sent it and take notes from the replay. Um, just even taking notes can uh, affect your ability to receive all of the energy that they might be trying to transmit to you, that are, all of the healing that Archangel Michael be, might be wanting to do with the particular way that he's connecting this light activation to you, um, including people who have reported to me that they, they feel um, the presence of Archangel Michael or the presence of their angels with them or working on them uh, during the time that these transmissions happen. So really just letting yourself sit back, relax, receive as I guide you into that part of the process and receive the transmission in its fullest and then um, I'll bring us up out of it at the end. Then you can take notes and like I said, you can also take notes off of the free replay that will get put up on the website. So, um, And then if you want a copy of it, uh, the, the recording for yourself so you can um, you know, have it uh, for long term uh, because it might not always be up on the website. It's not going to be always be up on the website. Even, even those that will get released as podcasts won't always be up on the website. But um, if you want your own personal copy for your own archives, you can always order that off the website too. So for this process, we want to just relax. We want to just not worry about taking notes. We want to just let ourselves fully, fully, fully receive um, and, um, and then return to praise again. Okay? So sitting back making ourselves comfortable, good posture. You can be lying down, but sometimes it makes you go asleep, especially if you're tired. You might want to decide to sit up, but we do want to have good posture regardless. 
And we're going to begin just by centering ourselves, like is good with all meditation. We're going to just center ourselves by taking some long, slow, deep breaths. So let's do that. Just centering, slow, deep breaths. Make a Make a Make a from the praising to the asking. So I want you to join me now silently and calling in the presence of divine love and divine light and whatever feels right to all of you personally. Just personally calling in the presence of divine love and divine light. 
asking that we personally be protected and connected by that divine love and light. And ask that we all be connected today in a circle of love and light, no matter where we are in the country, no matter where we are in the world, no matter where we are in space and time, that we're all connected through a circle of love, through a circle of light, and protected within that circle of love and light. Today, at this sacred time, and working with these sacred energies. And then let's all move into the asking deeper and ask Archangel Michael to come through to speak collectively to us a message and to come through and bring his full planetary transmission to all of us and to all the earth at this time. For us to be able to receive it on all levels that it is meant to be. Ask him to hear the questions that I've put forth. And to give us a message with any answers that he wants to give. For all of our behalf. And then we want to silently give him permission to speak to us all freely now about anything that he feels is for our highest good to know. for the highest good of ourselves personally, for the highest good of all of us here, and for the highest good of all and all beings everywhere. Then we're going to move into gratitude. We're going to move into the thanking. So let's just first feel in our hearts gratitude for Archangel Michael for all that he is and all that he does for us known and unknown to us, for all that he is and all that he does on the earth known and unknown to us. Let's just feel that gratitude and send out and express that gratitude to Archangel Michael now, silently doing so. And then let's just send out from our hearts a silent prayer of gratitude for the blessings of life, the blessing of being alive, the blessing of life itself, the blessings of being here, being here now, all the blessings that are in our lives. Let's just send out the blessings and great prayers of gratitude at this time directly to the divine for all that we have to be grateful for.
And I'm finishing our gratitude. We're now going to move from gratitude into receiving. So from thanking to receiving. So I want us to just deepen our breathing again. Just guide you to do the same as I'm going to be doing. Just relax even more now. Deepen your breathing. Let yourself relax into a quiet, meditative, listening state. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the verbal part of the transmission coming through. It is I, the Archangel Michael, choosing to reveal and respond with all of my heart, with all of my love, to your heart. I speak this message not just to your minds. I speak it to your heart. And the full transmission that I am delivering at this time is to expand the heart of the earth, expand the heart of humanity, expand the heart of each of you. because it becomes increasingly more important as time goes on. As the planetary awakening and planetary ascension goes on and to further and further stages. Many stages and cycles, many, many that are still to come. As it goes on, the things that your physical senses and that your minds see and hear and feel and are experiencing 
in this very important human experiencing experiment and experience that you are having here on earth are mind-blowing to you and will continue to blow your minds until your hearts are more open until you live more from your heart through your heart allow it to lead in the way that it is meant to lead you must use your mind you must use your knowledge you must use your wisdom you must listen to it and you must apply it to everything that the heart guides and you must apply it to understanding further what the heart reveals and what the heart feels Just as science and spirituality must be used in cooperation and synergy with each other the mind and the heart think of these as two manifestations of the mind and the heart of the path of the heart and the path of the mind especially the intellect and the analytical mind both are important both are an important part of the whole both are equal in importance but they have their relationships to each other and the roles that they are meant to play the roles that they are created to play your mind and your heart have the roles that they are created to play your heart and by heart I am not just speaking of nor do I ever just intend ever in any of my messages to refer to just your emotional center I'm speaking of your heart in the sense of it being the sacred center that it is or your soul and where the Holy Spirit the Divine Spirit connect and anchor and relate and create from within from within the core of your being within the core of who you are And so the role of your heart the role of your soul in this sacred relationship with the divine with the great soul the great spirit of all that is the role of the heart is to lead but that does not mean that you do not fully apply and fully integrate the wisdom of your mind and the wisdom of your intellect and the wisdom of science because they all must be integrated your body mind emotions and spirit are all interconnected they are all fully integrated they are individual yet they are indivisible in that full integration full integration between the heart and the mind full integration between spirit and matter this is part of the uniqueness of what the third dimension has to offer you one of the reasons why you've come to the third dimension at all 
because it is the portal dimension. The dimension through which there are portals, there exist portals, and portals open up. And it can be a portal itself, the third dimension, a portal itself to all other dimensions within the material world, within the material universe. And there are 12 dimensions within the material universe. And the more that you are in alignment and you have full integration within your consciousness, full integration within your being, full integration within your heart and your mind, the more you are able to access higher consciousness and higher dimensional consciousness. But this is also not the goal of spiritual life. It is not the highest that one can achieve in spiritual life. To just open the consciousness to the portals, to the higher dimensions and to the higher dimensional beings of the material universe. Because there are multiple dimensions within the material universe and there are multiple universes ultimately even your science is beginning to understand and conceptualize. But then there is that which exists beyond. We are not material beings of any of the material universe, of any of the material dimensions, no matter how high those dimensions become. We of the angelic realm, we of the angelic order, are not of any of the dimensions of the material universe. We are of the spiritual world. And the innumerable dimensions of the spiritual world. There are ultimately very limited words in your language for the spiritual realms, for the spiritual dimensions. And for all that is directly related to the realm of the divine. That you and everything in the material world and that everything in all material universes and in your material universe are all part and parcel of. There is a veil, a thin veil between the material and the spiritual world. But it is not separate. You are one with the divine. You are one with God. But you are not God. You are nothing but God and made up of nothing but that energy, that divine energy that is in you, that is all around you, that is everything. All beings everywhere are of and from and through. Completely indivisible from non-separate. But that you are also unique. Individual, yes. Yes. Indivisible, yes. I use these terms very specifically, regularly and frequently through this channel and any chance that I get 
to help you all to understand. There is one truth. There is one light. There is one humanity. There is one God, one divine, one great spirit of all that is. But that oneness does not eliminate uniqueness. And that oneness does not eliminate individuality that is experience of that uniqueness. And the incredible manifestation of diversity that is in you, that is in your world, that is in all of your relationships and your bodies and your minds and your emotions and your spirit. Each have uniquenesses and unique qualities. The individual nature of that uniqueness is sacred. This says the oneness is sacred. I've said it again, I will say it as many times as needed. The great teachers, the great masters, the great avatars, they have all said it, they have all taught it. And it will need to be said again and again. Not until it is just intellectually understood or comprehended. Until it is the full realization of your heart and your mind. The full living realization of your whole entire perception of the ultimate reality that you live within and of the ultimate masters of your own mind, masters of co-creation that you are all intended to be within that truth within the universal laws that are then formed and shaped from those truths. And you can understand this and you can comprehend this in your mind, but it must be realized in your heart. You must truly seek to know that sacredness. how you are simultaneously one with and yet unique within one creation one heart one God and that uniqueness creates this sacred diversity And that uniqueness is made even more sacred through free will. It is made even more powerful through the gifts of free will that have been given to you to create with and the gifts of your imagination that have been given to you to create with. And you cannot just use your minds and your minds alone to make the choices with your will, to make the choices with your imagination. 
heart must lead. And so an important question is asked here today, a very important question pertaining to the subject of spiritual sight. And that is the question of seeing with your heart. It's important that you see with your eyes and that you use all of your physical senses as the gifts that they are. But your spiritual senses precede, precede your physical senses and inform them of so much more. But even your spiritual senses, which are lenses of perception, just as your physical senses are your lenses of perception, even your spiritual senses can be subject to being altered by the influences of your mind, filtered through the influences of your mind and the influences of your ego. Which is why it is not enough to just see with your spiritual sight through the mind and through your ego and filter it through there. The process must not stop there. And there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of that happening. There are a lot of people who are just paying attention to their physical senses and their physical senses only and don't believe or trust anything other than what they tell them even though the vast majority of what you perceive with your physical senses is only a very small fragment of reality. And then there are those that are seeking to use their spiritual senses and Absolutely, you are making progress just by seeking to do so. It is always better to seek to use them, seek to develop them, than to not. But to remain with great humility as you are doing so. Humility is so important when it comes to intuition. Humility is so important when it comes to discerning what your spiritual senses are showing you, which discerning what your spiritual senses are revealing to you. Humility is essential for all intuitives, for all empaths. And to go further with that discernment, and to go further with the development of the conscious use of those spiritual senses. And as you're receiving things through those spiritual senses, what you filter it through. You have to filter it through the mind in order for there to be any kind of comprehension. Comprehension is one of the functions of the mind. 
But you don't have to filter it through the mind in order to have awareness and knowing of other ways and other kinds. Filter it through the mind, yes, with great humility. Seek to comprehend everything your spiritual senses reveal to you with great humility and understanding that there is and maybe even more that your spiritual senses can reveal to you over time as they open further, as you spiritually awaken further to the greater truth of all that is. as you go further into your hearts with it. Because to seek to see through your heart is a whole other level. Ultimately, all of your spiritual senses, to apply them to the heart, through the heart, to apply the heart with it, so you're not used to doing this with your physical senses at all. You tend to only do it in certain relationships, certain intimate relationships that you have. Do you connect your heart to the things of your physical senses, to the experiences of your physical senses? And in profound experiences where your heart is being touched and moved by great compassion, which is absolutely necessary for the karma clearing happening in the world and the shadow clearing happening in the world right now. Allowing your hearts to be opened by all of it to greater and greater levels and expressions of love and compassion. The pain and suffering that others feel an experience in this human journey. These are the times in which you can and will apply your physical senses to your heart, but still, then, there is still so much disconnecting happening at the heart, especially for some of you, especially for those of you who have a great deal of heart healing to do. There's heart development and there's heart growth and there's heart expansion for all of you to do and there are many of you that have heart healing to do. But spiritual senses, they all ultimately must be applied to the heart, through the heart. Take any given situation in your life that is happening. Do this exercise that I'm giving you. In writing, sit down and do a journal exercise. And write down the way that your physical senses are experiencing it, what you see, hear, feel about that situation that's unfolding in your life or in the world. Even that process alone will be 
and can be quite cathartic if you go deep enough into really writing and describing what your physical senses are seeing, hearing, feeling, sensing on all levels about the situation that you choose. And then take it another step and do an exercise in which you then attempt to look within. Look within intuitively asking yourself, what do you intuitively see? What do you intuitively hear? What do you intuitively feel? What you intuitively know about that very same situation. Again, it can be a situation in your life directly. It can be a situation in the world. And then take that exercise a whole other step further. And apply it to the heart. Breathe into your heart, center into your heart. Connect with your heart. And see what your heart feels about it. Feel what your heart feels about it. See how your heart sees it. And do not be afraid to feel how your heart feels it. Because there's so much there that you are afraid to feel. Especially those of you who have heart healing to do. But all of you, all of humanity has heart opening to do. There's so much there that you're afraid to really feel. See it through your heart. You must allow yourself to feel what is there. Don't be afraid of pain. Do not be afraid of sorrow and grief. There's an enormous amount of it in the world right now, but it is not new to your times. It is not new to what you are experiencing with the current crisis, multiple crises happening all at once. There may be new manifestations, but this is all very, very old. Very old karma. Very old things that have been within the shadow for a very long time coming up, manifesting each in your life individually in unique and different ways and manifesting externally in your societies, in your cultures in unique and different ways. And you can't keep running from it. 
can't keep hiding from it. You can't keep suppressing it, repressing it, oppressing it. You can't keep bypassing it and using denial or even spiritual wisdom to sometimes bypass it. You cannot continue to ignore it. That which is coming up in your life, that which is coming up to be healed, that which is coming up in the world to be healed, which is all intertwined and all interconnected, even if it doesn't seem like it, even if it feels like things happening externally in the world around you have nothing to do with you personally, it does. Because of that web of interconnection, because of that oneness that you all share, but the diversity of it means that you're all uniquely, individually having your own experience within it. And within your own heart, you will see, hear, feel differently. And then attempt anything and anyone associated with the situation. If you've chosen in this exercise for it to be with a very specific person, attempt to go even deeper into the heart practice to see the soul of that person, to see with the eyes of your soul the soul of that person. And then to see the soul of that person not just through the eyes of your soul, but through any glimpse that you can be given as to how they are seen as a child of God, a child of the living spirit, a child of the living light, that you all are. You all have the ability not to see everything that we see, but you have the ability to see in the way that we see, the quality in which we can see. You do not have the ability to see and know everything that the divine knows and everything that the divine only can see. But you have the ability to glimpse and to receive sacred moments, sacred glimpses of that sight as to who you all are as a child of the living spirit, a child of the divine. As to who you all are as beings of love and light. beneath the shadows. The way to clear any and all shadow is to shine a light. The way to clear any and all fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, any and all emotions that you are afraid to feel And so you don't allow yourself to feel it. You think it's spiritual practice to just feel only something positive, to feel only or think only something positive. You didn't come to this planet to think only positive thoughts. You didn't come to this planet to 
feel only positive emotions. You came here to have the full spectrum of everything this dimension is and is about. The full spectrum of all of the dimensions that it can be the portal to open up. That said, does not mean that you do not want to use positive thinking, and it is always an important thing to do. To feel, to think all that is there, and then to really truly turn that into a positive thing for yourself. But that is not denial, and it is not suppression or repression. There really is the difference between detachment and disconnection that I am ultimately describing, which is a whole other subject in and of itself. But to feel something and to see it, know it on all levels, in your mind and in your heart, with detachment is true spiritual practice and allows for the true positive outcome, that allows for the true positive experience that all of it is meant to be, to come into being and to be in your being. And this type of detachment that I'm talking about is true spiritual surrender, which every spiritual warrior must know how to do. You are not following the path of a spiritual warrior if you are not practicing surrender and surrender in the way that I am describing here through the, through the practice of detachment and surrender to the heart. Warrior energy maybe, yes. Spiritual warrior must be through surrender. A surrender to the heart. Through the heart. From the heart. And in that, the most positive, highest good comes into being. And because the divine, the one God of all religions, the one God of all paths, of all faiths, of all things, of all beings, is the one who is ultimately in control of all outcomes. Not the mind, not your ego. You must serve and do and act and play your role and do your part. And simultaneously understand that God has sovereign control over the outcome and the result of all things. And for all beings, 
is not to be used as a rationale to misuse or abuse your words, your actions, your thoughts, your deeds. This is where the laws of karma come into place to ensure that with every action there is a reaction that brings everything back into balance. All this karma clearing that is happening, it will ultimately bring everything back into balance. You all have your individual roles to play. I've been saying this for some time. Play your role. Do your part. Bravely, courageously, confidently. But with your heart. From your heart. Seeing each other through your heart. Love is not love if it is just a concept in your mind and something that you think or something that you just feel with emotion and emotion only. True love, full love, full, uncomplete, full, complete, unconditional love. from the heart and through the heart through the soul and to that incredible sacred relationship that the soul has with the divine always 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 keep sourcing from source the divine source of everything, the divine source of all. Source your strength, source your faith, source your trust, source your abundance, your prosperity, directly from the source. from which all things flow, from which all life force and life energy is part and parcel of. And keep that energy flowing within you. There's so much confusion and there are so many attempting to confuse more and there's so much being done to confuse more and to bring even more confusion. Look at the diversity that exists within the world religions about the one source, the one truth, and how it is seen and interpreted and perceived from so many different angles. Truth is one, but paths are many. 
interpretations are even more. And even the practice that I am practicing of going deeper into your heart, know that as your heart needs to be opened further, as your heart needs to be healed, there are filters there within the wounds of your heart that you will still attempt to filter things through. You must always keep an open mind and you must always keep an open heart for the whole truth to be revealed, through the whole wisdom, through the whole experience. You can't just look at the parts separately and think you understand the whole. You can't just look at the things that are happening separately and think you understand the whole truth. None of you understand the whole truth. This is what the journey of mastery teaches you to. This is where the masters reach. With the spiritual masters who are at the highest level of spiritual awareness and realization reach. And even then, they go on into higher and higher states of experience and higher and higher states of being and consciousness and continue in their realization of the whole truth. It is the ego that wants to possess the truth. It is the ego that wants to possess that which cannot be fully contained by the mind. It is the ego that wants to possess love, that wants to possess and thinks that it does. and that it wants to possess control and think that it can be in control and that it can be in sovereign control. But it is not. There are many trappings of the mind, many trappings of the ego. that all of you are still in process of freeing yourselves from everybody in a different place in that path, in that journey. Help each other. Help each other. Love each other. Respect each other. Even when you don't feel like something personally pertains to you or something personally involves you, it doesn't mean that there's still not absolutely essential ways that you must respect each other, help each other right now. This is very much the truth with everything going on in your societies, everything that you see happening in your world. 
you lose. Respect for one another and you do not practice respecting one another. And doing all that you can to respect the unique individual experience that not one of you are having that is the same as the other. Because none of your experiences are the same. And you are not coming from your heart. It is natural for the heart to love. It is natural for the heart to feel compassion, no compassion, to have a knowing and a wisdom that supersedes all other knowing and wisdom. It is also natural for the heart to respect the hearts of all other living entities and living beings. So I will end this message the same way I began it, by dedicating it from my heart to yours. By sending you my love from my heart to yours. By activating the light And bringing in and streaming forth immense light into the world right now. And illuminating the minds and the hearts of all of you as you are ready to the degree of which you are ready. Thank you, dear ones, for all that you are. And for the incredible bravery and courage that you have. the end of the message, let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message and for the Archangel Michael.
Lorca complete the process just with Adonai Elohim a couple of times just to return back to praising and complete the process that they've given me. So we'll do that together. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Deep inhale. And exhale. Now we slowly bring ourselves out of the meditation. Usually as I'm coming up out of the meditation, I'd like to share a few things that stood out to me or that I saw, heard, or felt that went into in addition to the message um, or while it was coming through. First of all, I'll share that I was aware that I was coming back to the physical awareness of my body, that there were tears in both of my eyes. And um, they weren't streaming down my face, but they were just, you know, my eyes were just filled with, with tears. Um, during, I don't even know what point that may have even happened, but definitely during the last part um, of this message. And I feel so centered, um, so much more centered in my heart uh, as a result of this message because it wasn't just the words he was saying, it was also this energy work that he was doing is like really like, you know, centering, opening, like anchoring, connecting, so many things, you know, um, to, to this, in order to really get this message to like even just not just be through, spoken through my mouth and through my throat chakra, but really like through my whole being and through my whole heart speaking it through. He wanted to make sure that that was connecting through the whole whole energy system, through the whole heart. And so that feels very wonderful and amazing. In fact, there's even like a, a vibration, a tingly that feeling that I feel in the center of my chest is that that I'm aware of. The I'd say the most overwhelming experience, I, there wasn't a lot of visuals that went along with what he was saying, but it was just feeling, 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 like really like, and not just emotion feeling, that's not the kind of, you know, feeling the energy of what he's talking about, feeling the energy open, feeling the energy expand, feeling the energy of the love, really feeling it energetically, as well as the emotions, there's definitely emotional feeling that I was having, but feeling the impact of all of the words and where he was trying to get it to do for us right like there's 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 sometimes just the information that he's trying to give us but he was way more trying to get do so much more than just give us information really trying to uh take us there um take us where we need to go that's this message was designed he, he he intended it for that to try to take us there so um listening to it, allow yourself to just like absorb it into your heart. Allow yourself, I would say, to um, really just take it in and be with it. Um, and then uh, as it usually takes two to three business days for my assistant, Jeff, to get it up on the website, 
they replay we'll email it out once it's ready um, then you can listen to it again and, and, and listen to it you know take notes from it like I said and work with it more from the mind perspective but even as we're working from the mind perspective we still want to make sure that we don't just take it into the mind and that's it like that's uh, it was also another thing I was very aware of it's like we just like take it into the mind absorb you know try to absorb it there or maybe even just you know take it as an information and just kind of store it away um, these uh, this message and this message I I definitely felt like, okay, this whole um, new series that he wants to do uh, is going to be probably on this heart theme. I can't say for sure. I don't know. But um feels like it also uh, may be part of that theme. Um, so really letting it shift us the way that he wants to shift us, right? So listening to the, the words and working with the words and letting it shift us the way that he's trying to get us to shift uh, into that into that heart connection. And I guess the final thing I'll just say is, um, so he did give, uh, there was an exercise that he gave. Uh, and, uh, and, he, and he said it suggested it could be done with a journaling exercise. I also sensed during the time that he was speaking that it didn't have to be journaled. It could be an inner work that's done. Um, so you can just go through and do it inwardly without it. Um, and there's even a way that I think you could even take and do the inner, inner work with uh, meditation. So since this is the first message that will be worked with in the new study group that will be coming up on the last Tuesday of this month, which is the 30th of this month, I will uh, work on, for those of you who do decide to join that study group, um, I'll work on uh, a process to try to take us through um, not only studying um, this message and studying everything he's telling us in it and studying that, that, that process he's describing, but also to try to come up with a meditation or some kind of uh, way of guiding that process so that um, we can go, go deeper with that. Um, Yes, and even if you if you're not joining the study group, if you're just uh, listening and you're going to be listening, so we'll we'll, we'll get another part. You know, we'll, we'll get wherever he's going with the sequence of messages that he has next month on the 20th when there's another free global transmission from Archangel Michael on the 20th of next month. Like I'm going to do these monthly series now, so we'll see where he's going to go with this series, but. Um, Keep working on it, uh, regardless. You know, keep working with all of the things that uh, that he's saying here, and being with it. So there's the working, and there's the being, the yin and the yang, um, the head and the heart, uh, the being, being, really letting it soak into our being. So, all right, everybody, that's it from from me today. And the um, we still have the energies of the eclipse coming up, and. I hope you all continue to do prayers and meditations um, and really remember that everything during this window of the solstice is normally amplified. Then you add in the amplification of the eclipses and it amplifies it even more. And then you add in the factor that we have five planets currently in retrograde right now amplifies it even more so we have a lot of amplification so we want to like really be aware during the day before which was yesterday the day of which is today and the day after um, in this three-day window when all these energies are amplifying we really want to be aware of um, what we say what we do how we do it uh, you know knowing that every energy we put out is being amplified and that includes every good thing that we're trying to do and every you know generous thing that we're trying to do and helpful thing that all of that energy is being amplified too 
too. So all the love that we put out and all the light we put out is being all amplified. So let me just uh, turn off the recordings. I'll um, take off the mute so they can just say goodbye. There's still quite a number of people on the call. Let me just uh, get a little